Welcome to Knippa Saves the World. My name is Brody, and I'm here at the high school Knippa High. And my name's Mia, here in the green room. Together, we will be your host for Knippa's very first podcast, where we will cover everything from the new trends in the world to stories from our very own Knippa students. We are so excited to be here with y'all today for episode one of Knippa Saves the World. Before we get into that, this podcast is brought to you by Hacienda Salvage, the company that works 24-7 for all your vehicle and roadside assistant needs. With that being said, let's kick it over to Broads with the Rock Crusher Review. What do you mean? Come on, Brody, let's go. You gotta tell me what the heck I'm gonna say. <laughs> Excellent! <laughs> Broads. Alrighty then, in the Rock Crusher Review, we're gonna go over subjects such as our school's birthdays, sports news, school's events, and other announcements. To start off with, we have birthdays. Now we have quite a few this week. On the 9th, we have Juanita Ruiz. On the 10th, we have Diego Gonzalez. On the 12th, we have Aaron Green and Caden Jones. On the 13th, we have Tiffany Casey and Christopher Gatto, along with a very special member of our, our staff named Johnny Puente. On the 14th, we have Sergio Esquivel and Aline Velasquez. And on the 15th, we have Armando Trevino and one of our very many amazing teachers, Mr. Esteban Alejandro. Next up, we have sports updates. To start off with, we had a volleyball game on Tuesday. Knippa, JV, and Varsity went up the, against the Utopia Buffaloes. JV had a seriously close game with every round being won only by a few points. Seriously, in every round of that game, each team had points in the 20s. That's pretty close. But all of those close wins were made by our incredible JV Lady Crushers. Guess you could say Utopia got crushed. After that was our valiant varsity girls who gave it their all against the Utopia's Buffaloes. But after a long game, the girls couldn't keep up the points and sadly lost it. But that's not what matters. What mattered was, was that the parents it was parents' night, and I'm pretty sure that all the parents came to cheer on their girls. Next up, we have school's announcements. On October 15th, we have a picture day for all students that are present at school. The picture day for online students will be on October 23rd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Be sure to bring your order form so that you can get copies of your wonderful photos. Also, for those of you who have ordered school jackets, we are hoping to get them in next week. We know that they have been a bit delayed, but do not worry. We will be sure to get them to you in the end. Next up, we have Mia with an update on the pandemic. Hey guys, Mia here again to give you an update on COVID-19. So far in the U.S., numbers have gone up, putting us at about 7 million total cases. As for Uvalde County, we have had a confirmed 790 cases, but I believe there's only 11 active cases. In other news, a couple weeks ago, an Arizona recovered patient got reinfected after only having been recovered for one week. This caught the attention of specialists all over the U.S., but one in particular known as Akiko Iwasaki is especially concerned. Akiko Iwasaki is a scientist working at Yale University, and for the last few months, she has worked heavily on studying coronavirus. She is one of the many scientists trying to find out not only what this means for America, but society as a whole. In other more enthusiastic news, COVID-19 is now in phase three of its clinical trial. This means we are just one step closer to getting a vaccine and finally being able to live our lives as they once were. That's all for the COVID update today. Remember to stay safe, wear your masks, and keep on social distancing. You already know what time it is. It's 
time for the story of the week. All right, guys, I'm back with the story of the week. Now, this week's story of the week is going to address a problem that everyone who's driving right now is having. Butterflies. Now, if you don't know already, about this time of year, every year, the butterflies start migrating to Mexico in search for warmer temperatures. Anyways, the problem it is causing is that the butterflies are sometimes flying low to the ground and over roads. Anyone who drives a car with a windshield will know that this is both annoying and saddening. It's annoying because the butterflies that you hit can completely cover up your windshield and make it impossible to see things like cars or the road. But this is saddening because butterflies are such beautiful and majestic and happiness-inducing creatures, which makes you feel even worse when you hear the splat on your windshield. My story is that I was driving back from my grandma's house this weekend in Brady. And through this three-hour journey, the amount of butterflies that hit my windshield was so great that I only had a Pringles lid-sized hole to look through. So a message to the butterflies. Look both ways before you cross the road, because we are so tired of hitting you and depressed from inflicting damage upon your population. Alrighty, enough about insects. Now it's time to connect with Mia in the green room for the movie of the week. Alright Brody, this week's movie of the week is Hairspray. I'm going to go ahead and read the synopsis for it, and it goes like this. In 1960s Baltimore, dance-loving teen Tracy Turnblad auditions for a spot on the Corny Collins show and wins. She becomes an overnight celebrity, a trendsetter in dance, fun, and fashion. Perhaps her new status as a teen celebrity is enough to topple Corny's reigning dance queen and bring racial integration to the show. So, Brody, have you heard about this movie before? Not in the slightest. Never before in my life, Mia. Well, that's understandable because your genre isn't really musicals, which is what this movie is. But I'm sure you've heard of the few, like, characters in it. You've, you've seen Grease, right? Nope. You haven't seen Grease, Brody? No, I've never seen Grease, Mia. Sorry. I, I thought your thing was, like, 80s movies, and you haven't seen, like, Grease from the 70s? 80s movies that are funny, not <laughs> musicals. Okay, subjectively, Grease is funny, but um, so John Travolta, who plays Danny Zuko from Grease, is the mom in Hairspray, which is like this interesting thing that they did in Hairspray where, because Hairspray was originally a, a Broadway musical, and so the mom of the main character was a girl in the movie, or in the, in the play. And so they casted John Travolta and they said, okay, you're like, you got the role, but you're going to have to play a woman. So in the show, he dresses up as like this girl and it's the funniest thing ever. And so I didn't figure that out till I was like 13 or something, but it was real funny. So it also has Amanda Bynes, Zac Efron from um, High School Musical, which I assume you haven't seen either, Brody. Actually, I have, Mia. I have seen that movie. And also, I want to tell you something. The only John Travolta I've known is the one from Broken Arrow. Look it up. What's Broken Arrow? It's a cool movie. It's an action film about nuclear warheads. Look it up. I don't really like action that much. Like, it's just not my thing. I know that probably like hurt your heart, but I don't really like that. Well, would it hurt your heart if I said I didn't like musicals? No, it wouldn't, Brody. Exactly. It doesn't hurt me either. Musicals are still great, even if you don't think that they're great. But and also, quick fun fact, Mia. I, I have heard of Hairspray, but only from one thing. So, real quick, I listen to a lot of comedians. 
a comedian I listened to who sadly passed away in 2014. His name was John Panette, and he actually played the woman in Hairspray. Really? Yeah, See, he did. It, it's true. Um, the comedian, like, he talked about it on stage. The, the, funny, the funniest thing about it that he kept complaining about was that he had to shave his eyebrows in order to play the part. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, like, John Travolta, he had, like, the similar struggles. I mean, the original Broadway musical was, like, from the 60s or something, and so it was a long time ago, but the, the musical, I'm pretty sure it was, like, a big deal when it came out, because it deals with racial integration in, like, kind of, like, a, a fun way. I mean, obviously, racial integration isn't fun, like, a thing to think about, but um, the main girl, Tracy Turnblad, she, like, goes to this show, like how I read in the synopsis, there's this show called the Corny Collins show. And so she auditions for it. And there's like these main girls on there that don't, that don't agree with racial integration. And so she goes on there and she's like, come on guys. I remember the line. She's like, racial integration is the new frontier. And so when it came out in the sixties, it was, um, it was like a big deal. Cause you know, a lot of people still had problems with that kind of stuff. So, you know, yeah. the actors that were in it were very revolutionary at the time. But um, anyway, Nikki Blonsky does a great job of playing the main character, Tracy. And it's just one of my all-time favorite movies, guys. I mean, I watched it all the time, like 24-7 growing up. I can't tell you, I have the the movie on a CD and I just watch, uh, me and my family would take trips to like San Antonio and stuff and we just watch it over and over again. But you guys should definitely go check it out for those reasons and let me know what you think. This podcast is brought to you by Hacienda Salvage. Hacienda Salvage has been a longtime supporter of the Canipa School, as well as a proud sponsor of the yearbook every year. Founded in 1981, Hacienda Salvage offers 24-hour towing and roadside assistance services. Hacienda buys and sells used vehicles, as well as new and used auto parts. They also purchase metal, copper, brass, used batteries, and other recyclable metals. If you are looking for a part, call 830-278-1177. That is 830-278-1177. Or reach out to the 24 Hours Roadside Assistance Line at 830-278-1199. I'd like to thank Costina Salvage for sponsoring this podcast. Now let's go to our next segment. And now it's time to lock and load with Mad Libs with Mia. <laughs> because I don't exactly understand what you want. Like, I don't get it. Hey guys, welcome to Mad Libs with Mia, the segment where I complete Mad Libs with my friends. Today's guest of honor is Canipa's alumni, or in other words, super senior, Maya Esquivel. Hey guys. For the Mad Libs today, we have two options. One is titled Weird News and the other is titled Political Speech. Okay, guys, so in case you don't know what a Mad Lib is, it is um, basically like, it's a, basically a story, and it, but they took a bunch of the words out of the story, like nouns and adverbs, and hopefully Maya knows what those are, and, and then Maya gets to like just pick whatever words she wants to. So we have to give Maya a few minutes to get adjusted, so I'm trying to think of something that we can talk about. Ooh, I can talk to y'all all about my assignments this week. So, Yuha's assigned us a PowerPoint where we have to describe what the appeal is of pop stars. And me and Dorothy have picked the man, the king himself, Harry Styles. Oh, I thought you were going to say John Quinones. John Quinones isn't a pop star. <laughs> You're telling me he's not one. 
<laughs> John Quinones releases his EP. What? 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 <laughs> that man's iconic. What's that other guy from like To Catch a Pred- Predator? I forgot his name. I don't know his name either. I only know. <laughs> The legend John Quinones because of Cody Ko. He put him on the map. He, he did not put him on the map. Quinones put himself on the map. I mean, I guess you're right. You're right. You're right. Cody Ko just shone the spotlight on it. Yes. Okay. So back to the Mad Libs. Okay. So I have three Mad Libs. Now, I, I, you can pick one or we could do all of them. Let's do all of them. Okay. I lost my Mad Libs book. I bought one when I was like six and I never used it. And I was like, this is perfect. But then I lost it. Cause you knew you were gonna do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> six year old me was ready. They're like one day I'm gonna have a Mad Libs podcast. Okay, I need a verb now. Um, gathered. So I need an article of clothing. Hoodie, hoodie, hoodie. A hoodie, okay. Or wait, can I change it? Yeah, no. <laughs> You said what you said. <laughs> yes, yes, change it. What are those shirts called that are... Luis wears them, but Cropped. they're like... They're, they're shirts that... They're shorts. They're short sleeve shirts, but they're hoodies and they have pockets. Oh, I know what you're... Like, they, they, the sides are cut off? Yeah, they're like t-shirts with hoods. I know what you're talking about. Hooded t-shirts, just put that. <laughs> Vest. <laughs> Best with sleeves. Best with sleeves. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it put it t-shirt. Just put it in whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. <clears throat> I need a body part. You do the epidermis? Ep- A plural noun now, again. Uh, mittens. I need a noun. Two nouns, please. <laughs> um, movie and puzzle. Okay, um, and then two adjectives. Um, humble and precarious. Man, I might have to <clears throat> join spelling again. <laughs> <laughs> All of, all of the good content I'm getting from here. Who you should interview? Ale or Claire? Oh, yeah. I bet they have good words. I don't know. I might have to bring out the Oxford Dictionary when I interview them. <laughs> what if I just had a dictionary? <laughs> and I was just opening it. The verb you say? <laughs> Top 10 verbs. Okay. It is time to read this now. Oh, I'm ready. <clears throat> Let me read the title. How to date the coolest guy slash girl in school. It's simple. Make sure you're always dressed to gather. <laughs> <laughs> like you're an old woman. Make sure you're always dressed to gather. Each day, wear a hooded shirt that you know shows off your epidermis <laughs> to cheeky advantage and make your backpack look like a million tennis balls. No hugs or mittens. And remember that he asks asks you out, even though a chill 
may run down your movie and you can't stop your puzzle, just play it humble. Take a long pause before answering in a very precarious voice. I'll have to spill it over. Oh, that wow. was good. That was good. Okay, well, the puzzle and movie, those are, should have been like body parts or something. Yeah, I don't know why it asked for that. It, it should have been a body part. Okay, so now we probably only have time for like one more. We have to pick between weird news and the political speech. Political speech. Okay. <clears throat> so, two ad- ad- adjectives, please. Um, dark. Okay. Creamy. Creamy. <laughs> two plural nouns. Ballots. And mullets. I like it. <laughs> okay, ad- another adjective. Um, crusty. Okay, two nouns. I'm trying to go into the political world in my brain. Is that where crusty and mullets came from? Uh, climate change. Okay. And <laughs> and camera or camera. Cameron. Jared. Okay. Jared. Okay, a plural noun. Parakeet. Okay, an adjective noun. <clears throat> Slimy. That's a that fits in. I just remembered. okay. <laughs> Uh, it has to be a person in the room, but it has to be a male. <laughs> Let me choose one of the many men that are in my room. <laughs> choose someone from school. Just pick Christian. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be in your room. That's just what it reads. Oh, let me just pick from the six men in my room. Because I have so many over. <laughs> Someone. It could pick be- uh Brian. <laughs> what? <laughs> or actually, no, just pick Christian. Christian's technically in the room. He's listening. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, an a- another adjective. Um, stinky. Uh oh, stinky. <laughs> <laughs> itching and burning. Itching and burning. Okay, now I need two more nouns. Corn and uh, hole. Okay, two plural nouns. We're almost done. Da Vinci. <laughs> okay. <laughs> da Vinci. No, put, put twins and the Amish. The. That's plural. Amish. The Amishes. <laughs> <laughs> this is referring to all of the Amish. The whole community of the Amish. <laughs> Okay, so three adjectives now. Final final three adjectives. Three? Yes, three. Three political adjectives. Steamy. <laughs> Sweaty. That doesn't sound <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And fair. Fair? Yeah. Wow, that one's actually good. Oh, actually good. <laughs> good job, finally. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to be this serious. I'm not gonna look at you because <laughs> you're just gonna like <clears throat> make me laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, on this dark occasion, it is a privilege to address a creamy looking group. I can tell from your smiling mullets that you will support <laughs> my crusty program in the coming election. I promise that if elected, there will be a climate change in every camera (laughs) and two 
parakeets in every ride. I like that. Parakeets. <laughs> that is so accurate to who Maya is as a person. Okay, I want to warn you against my slimy opponent, Mr. Brian. <laughs> the man is nothing but a stinky corn. <laughs> the best insult ever. He has a itchy character and is a work is working hole in glove with a criminal element. If elected, I promise to eliminate vice. I will keep the twins off the city's streets. Oh, Binky. <laughs> it just kills all twins. <laughs> oh, gee. I will keep crooks from dipping their Amish in the public. I promise you sweaty government, steamy taxes, and a fair school. You heard it here first. Vote Maya president. Fair school. Uh, what, what year is it? 2036. 2036, vote Maya president. She'll be running against uh... <laughs> Joe Biden's clones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all we have for today. Maya, I hope you have an amazing day and I hope you enjoy this segment. But don't hang up on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stop recording. <laughs> but, but don't hang up on me. Yo, 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 it's Christian, lead editor of The Canipa Saves the World podcast. It's time for everybody's favorite segment, This or That. Moderated by producer Ben Roland. Hey guys, on this segment of This or That, the question is going to be card games or board games? And which one do you guys think is better? We have Mia arguing for the side of board games today and Brody arguing for the side of card games. Brody and Mia's goal today is to try to convince me to go to their side. So guys, let's hear what y'all have to say. Um, and let's start with you, Brody. All right, thanks, Ben. So Mia, before we get started, I'll say that both game, both types of games are about defeating your opponent, but board games are about strategy and maneuvers, whereas card games are with secrecy. My favorite form of deception. What do you got to say about that? That that's not all the way. Okay, you. What about Clue, Brody? What is Clue about? <laughs> that's that's about secrecy and deception. I mean, you get a card and it doesn't tell you if you're the guy or not, and you have to figure out who did the murder and how they did it. So that one, that you making that point that card games are better in that way is false, because because there is an equal equivalent for a board game that's better. But hey, Wait. I do have I do have something that is better. I have another point that you cannot argue. You know how board games like Monopoly and Sorry, you have board games like Monopoly and Sorry, but you know from experience that card games are the rulers of classroom free time. You know, you barely ever see people playing Battleship in the back of the room. You always see them either playing Go okay. Fish okay. or okay. Okay. Uno. I cannot tell you how many times last year or the year before that in Esquivels that we played chess. We played chess several times. I creamed a lot of people, but we played chess a lot, and that is a board game. I never played chess in that class. Well, Brody... Oh, right. I wasn't in that, that says class. That says a lot about yourself. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so let me make my point for board games. So, I think we should honor board games. Because board games are way, way, way older than card games. And they're, like, literally the reason that we have video games. I was watching 
this, uh, what's it called? A documentary. I was watching a documentary on the history of video games. And you know those, like, the video games that you play where they're, like, um, they're story-based. So, like, each option you make is, like, um, it has a, an effect on the on the end of the story. Yeah. And the reason those those type of video games started getting created, like, when they first had them on the original computers was because of um, Dungeons and Dragons. And so people love the way Dungeons and Dragons happened and how long you could play it for and how amazing it was. And so I think because, bro, without without board games, I mean, we would we might not have video games. So I think that's a pretty good point as to why board games are better. But you didn't see Cowboys playing board games, now did you? No, I didn't. That part but of I history saw, was saw, all about blackjack and poker. You know that. Okay, but listen, listen. Vikings played board games. In fact, Vikings and mo- in most of Europe and Asia, they played board games there, and they were chess-like board games. So that makes them way cooler because one, they're way older than cowboys, and two, they're Vikings. So. Yes, we all know how you love the movie *Hide Train Your Dragon*, which is all about Vikings. But come on, cowboys are better. Yes, yes. another and also, point. Another I'm going to keep defending my point on the dragon. fact that card games are better than board games in school. Because you can't lie that if you bring a pack of Uno to school, you better be ready to play on a big table. Because you definitely okay. won't be seeing a whole lot of people sure. that are just like, "Nah, I don't like Uno." So yeah, you got to think about that. No, no, no. Okay, listen. So Ben, Ben, this is for you. So Ben, we take that uh, sports medicine class together, and you know how important they say that those cognitive, those cognitive skills are. Board games are meant to like really help kids with their cognitive skills. It's like encouraging. For, it's parents are encouraged to help their kids like play board games and stuff. Like something like that's fun, like Monopoly, or something that's a little more serious, like chess. And the reason they do that is so it helps them with their cognitive skills. And you know how important that is, Ben. So I'm just saying, in in a health perspective and in a fun perspective, board games, I don't know, they just seem to rule, in my opinion. Actually, Mia. That's all I'm Mia, saying, Brody. Mia, That's all Mia. I'm saying. No, Mia, here, Ben. Board games aren't <laughs> the only one with health, like, benefits. Because I actually read that... A fact I found out that says playing cards can have emotional benefits. It says that playing cards can help with enhancing short-term memory. So card games basically help you with memory. Like you can you remember all kinds of things. It'll definitely help me if I play if I have to take a test in a class because I have horrible memory. So I always play like a game of Uno before that. Come on, Mia. You you have to know that there that board games aren't the only one with health benefits. No, I didn't say that card games didn't have health benefits. Oh, card games I know where do. you're going with it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that cognitive skills are very important because when we all reach a certain age, we start losing our minds. And so it's important to work on specifically cognitive skills. And a way to do that is by playing board games. Also, to go back to my point about how, um, about how important board games were in creating um, video games, Dungeons and Dragons, like you, no board, no card game is on the same level as Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeon and Dragons games have lasted for like years, years, man. And so, like, you just can't that that type of relationship that you build with the people you're playing with, you can't replace that in card games where you play Uno for three rounds in a classroom, Brody. You can't, man. But you get a lot more memories. Plus, plus. Although Dungeons & Dragons is a good board game, I will admit, 
you saw a lot more kids weren't playing that game because it was too complicated. They were playing Go Fish because Go Fish was nice, simple, easy to play, and it was fun. Also, you have Dungeons & Dragons, but we have a newer version of a card game. The Although a lot of adults, especially parents, won't agree because it is a little bit inappropriate, we have the amazingly hilarious game of Cards Against Humanity. Now, argue your point about how any board game is better than that, or even creates more laughs than that. What, what do you mean? <laughs> That's... That's not what I was trying to say. I mean, that game is still isn't on the level. I was talking from a time perspective. Nobody's ever spent years playing a card game that's that's cards against humanity. I mean, yeah, it's fun. I do it with my friends like when we hang out. But ha. I mean, come on. Just from a time perspective, there is no card game that people have spent years playing in the same game. But why would you want to? What do you mean why would you want to bro that's fun it's like it's you almost get to live in like a whole different world you get to play as characters you get to act and it, it that's like something that's really entertaining like i have a question for you did you ever play dungeons and dragons no i haven't then how would you know all this stuff what do you mean you aha I, I caught you there you don't have any self-experience whereas i do to, you don't need to play i have have you played every card game ever Almost. Have you played? No, no, that's not true. You've played every form of poker and everything with cards. No, you haven't. I've played so poker. You don't, you don't need to have done everything. I mean, we haven't done everything, but we can still look back in time. We can still talk to people. You can learn from others that have done things. And that's what I'm doing. I mean, I watched that documentary where they actually talked to people that created some of the first video games. And they said, yeah, we used to spend hours and days in my basement just playing Dungeons and Dragons. And so their experience with that game, as I'm talking to you about it, is in the same relation. Like, just because I haven't personally experienced it doesn't mean it hasn't been experienced. All right. All right. We'll leave this. We'll leave this because obviously I was winning. No. Anyways. No. I, I got you. Anyways, last anyways time, Mia, 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 Mia. <laughs> so I have a question for you. I'm going to explain why I think card games are better because of my personal experiences. Wait, no, 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 and no, 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 to you. And then you, you will tell me a personal experience where you have played a board game almost all of your childhood. Okay. We can okay. agree on this. Okay. Okay. The, all right. Last so point. last point. No, I have a few of those, but okay. No. This guy. All right. So my personal experience was when I was a kid, my sister and I played tons of Uno. And the reason why we played Uno so much was because we could play it just about anywhere. I mean, seriously, I remember very vividly on long road trips, my sister and I, we would like lay down, we would get everything out of the way of the middle seat of my dad's truck, the back seat, and we would just lay down cards and we would play Uno for hours on end. And the thing is, you can't do that with a board game. I mean, it, first of all, most of all, most likely the board itself is too big to fit on the back seat. Uh, pieces fly off. Tiny little pieces, like in Monopoly, all those little tiny pieces, all those little tiny houses and stuff, they could just fly out and you'll never find them again. So That's not completely true because I've I mean, played... I, no, I don't know I've, about that. I've been in a car before and I've played Clue before because they sell like a mini version of Clue just like they sell a mini version of Chess and Scrabble and Monopoly. And so I get, I'm, <laughs> I'm able to fit those like in a center console of the car and play with my family. I mean, we've, we've played those types of games before all my childhood. I mean, me and my family used to go to Colorado and we used to play. 
I mean, but, Mia, but listen, I'm hoping listen. that you're not. I'm hoping that your parents, both your parents, are not s- still playing the game while one is driving, because that sounds a bit dangerous. I mean, like when you didn't we clarify like, that. No, no, no. Like when we because we have an RV, and so when we like stay in places where we have to stay in like a car or like a truck. I mean, we'll go and we'll just play a game in the front or we'll play a game in the back. All I'm saying is that there is a way to play board games. But listen, I think we both stated our points. And I think it's now Ben's turn to inform us about what his decision is. So, Ben, what do you say? Wow. Come on. Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. You know it's <laughs> that, that, that was that, that was a handful. That was a handful. Yeah. I, I have to say, that was quite the discussion. <laughs> Come on, Ben. You know me. I'm I'm your buddy, Ben. You have to take my side. You know who proved who wrong, Ben. Uh, There was there was some really compelling arguments there with the the psychological benefits. I I tend to like the more like logical explanations more than like maybe something more emotional. But yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Come on, come on, Ben. Don't do this. However, um. So I, I think this is really interesting. So one of the things that I do a lot is I play a lot of Uno. That's something I love to play. But at the same time, I am a proud winner of a seven-hour game of Risk. That is, and that is that was my favorite ever time playing playing uh, board games. And I remember it so favorite vividly because I beat I beat my father and I beat my brother in a seven-hour game of Risk. That was awesome. Come on, man, Ben. I, I had a very similar experience with Monopoly, of my proudest moment ever, last day of school. And I, I remember it was just me and one person. And I was like, it was Sophia. And I was like, Sophia, you're going to finish this game so I can win. And she had like one spot left. And so but I made her finish. Mia, 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 real quick. I support, I support that it is very, it feels very good to win. Because I played the first game of Monopoly I ever played with my parents. I took all their money and I won. But I still think... That card games are more fun. Okay, okay. Well, let's. All right, let, yeah, let, yeah. Let's get let's get back on task here. Yes. All right. So after hearing this compelling argument, um, honestly, this is this is really tough. Um, but I think based on my experiences and what I've learned from you guys, I I, I have to be swayed by me here just a little bit more, Brody. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Why would you yes. do this to me, Ben? You betrayed I'm, me. I'm sorry, but board games, board games, man, board games. All of those games All of Uno wasted. Compelling argument, yes, sir. Board Mia, games. I will get you next argument. I swear. Okay. You may but have see. won this round, but this is not the end. I will but come Brody. back more powerful Brody. than you can possibly imagine. Mark Brody. it on the tally. One, one zero, one zero, for Mia. I just, I just want you to know, Brody, at the end of the day, Brody, card games and board games all hold a special place in our hearts. And no matter what you prefer, they are all great games to play. Can we just all agree on that? Yeah, I can agree on yes. that. I can agree. I agree. So even though board games are clearly better, there's, there's always fun things to play. Don't gloat about it, man. That's okay, not funny. In segment, <laughs> next segment, we have Ben and Brody once more telling us about all the new technology that is coming to the scene this week. Let's 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 not make this hotter than it has to be to be to be. Alrighty, it's time to talk about new tech with my buddy Ben. 
So Ben, tell me, because I have absolutely no idea. I have one singular idea. What is going on in the world of technology today? Well, Brody, many things are going on in the tech world right now. So let's break it down for the listeners. Let's start with the technology giant Apple. So Apple recently hosted a virtual event on September 15th. It was this humongous event where they unveiled their new Series 6 Apple Watch, as well as little bits of information on their iPhone 12. But sadly, we got no release date, so that's kind of sad. Well, that's all right. And I'm serious, like, what? There's already an iPhone 12? <laughs> Dude, I'm still on the 4 from like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, Brody, time flies. Some other tech news to mention is that Samsung has recently released their Galaxy Note 20, which is honestly ridiculous. It's way too many numbers. As well as their Galaxy Fold 2, which is expected to perform much better than its predecessor, the Galaxy Z Flip, which was an absolute disaster of a phone. Yeah, and I, I agree with you on the fact that there's way too many numbers on that Galaxy Note. But also, why would, why would Samsung create a flip phone? Haven't those been around since like the 90s? Yeah, Brody. Flip phones have been around since the 90s, but these new phones actually have a unique twist to it that I, I actually find pretty interesting. Instead of having a phone that flips out with the screen on one portion and buttons on the other, like we saw, like, you know, like, have your parents, like, had phones like that where it's, like, the screen on one side and, like, buttons on the other? Yeah, my dad had a work phone like that one time. Well, that's really cool because they're, they're, they seem to be, like, designing it like a normal Samsung, but you can fold it in half. So, like, there's screens on both sides. And that, it's really interesting. And I think that if Samsung can perfect this product, it can open a wealth of opportunities for the tech industry. Yeah, I agree. And also, wow, that's way too futuristic for me. I actually can't wait to see what they come up with next. Also, is there anything else happening in today's modern and technology-filled world? Well, I think that's it for now, Brody. But there's always something new being developed, so there will always be plenty to cover for this segment in the future. All right, guys, that's all we have for you all today. Thank you for joining us for the very first episode of Knippa Saves the World. We really hope you enjoyed it and will join us again for our next podcast as we take on a whole new set of topics and have a whole new set of laughs. Brody, Ace, go ahead and sing us out. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. Never gonna run around and desert, desert you. you. Never gonna make you cry. Never gonna say goodbye. Never gonna tell a lie. And hurt, hurt you. you. <laughs> that, that last part was a bit weird. <laughs>